0: Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. What up, high fivers? Uh, this is your boy, High Five Tom. Uh, I've got my good friend here, uh, Mr. Too Slow Will. And as always, Will's not the one that's too slow. You're too slow. Will, how are you this evening? It's awfully dark in here, Tom. I I don't know. I can't see, so I I don't know what what kind of lighting you have in your room right now. Uh,
1: Technical difficulties. Good thing this is not a visual podcast.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm just sad I don't get to see your smiling face, Will.
1: I mean, I could turn the camera on again, and that could glitch across your screen. You Uh, could see that, but...
0: I mean, that's okay. I mean, I, I don't currently have epilepsy... Back on wood, and no offense to anyone that does.
1: So so the folks at home, my camera alternated when I turned it on and off to either be me kind of glitching out between green and like what the normal color palette supposed to be. Or one time it was flipping between me and Tom. So don't know if it's a Zoom thing. More than likely it's my laptop thing, which uh, I'm going to have to figure out before February 13th. Yeah,
0: you got a big interview coming up, Will.
1: I do. It's it's gonna be look I'm gonna look like a real jag off if I'm just a black square on the screen with on the stream yard.
0: Uh, we'll figure something on. Maybe I'll send you a camera in the mail or something. Oh, sorry, people, I'm getting a little emotional here. Uh shout out to our uh friend of the show and future guest, actually next week, uh Mr. Brett. Uh just sent me some pictures as they are in the building. As we are recording this, uh Dynamite is finishing up. And uh Mark Briscoe just uh just uh <laughs> um goddamn uh wrestled G Lethal, so he sending me pictures of that. Now I'm getting all fucking emotional, so
1: it's tough stuff. Like it's I I'm I keep saying like all right, I'm not gonna be as upset about it anymore or like, you know, like I'm time to keep it going along and then there's like a new video package that somebody's put together and it's like
0: oh it's killing me all over again yeah no shit eh um yeah and, and kudos to Mark you know I mean what it, we said uh on our thank you Jay whatever you want to do my friend I mean if you want to keep wrestling keep wrestling if you never wrestle again uh thank you for everything um you know I think I, we kind of discussed it like in our in our Twitter thread me and our our future guests also. Um, next week we have two get gu- Well, actually, we have three guests next week on we two different episodes. Will look at us fucking like blowing up over here. Um, oh, all sorts of stuff going on next week.
1: Yeah, we're we're closing out February or we're closing out
0: January with a bang. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, Ring of Honor Revelry does not go fighting February. So <laughs> start off hot and then you know flame the fuck out. But uh, um. We're you know, so we were in a text or Twitter thread there, good friend Mr. Eric Fried's. And uh yeah, it'd be interesting to see what he does. I I could see I mean obviously it'd be hard to be uh you know tag with people. I could see Mark going on a singles run if if he wants to wrestle. Um people let's say, I mean yes, Jay was Jay was awesome. Don't I mean he's he's a fucking legend, uh top five, you know, all time, but don't don't sleep on Mark. Mark can fucking go. That redneck Kung Fu shit ain't no joke. You know, ain't no j- gimmick, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Sorry. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no worries. So, um, yeah, I mean, wh- whatever Mark wants to do, you know, I mean, good on right, him. It's,
1: and it's tough to tell right now because it's like the question of, like, where do we go from here? Like, was the issue... Just Jay. Like, was there never any... I mean, as it's come out, it, it wasn't, like, a big thing. It was, like, one person had the show, But, I mean, right now, they're still billing Mark as the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champion. Which means they haven't... Obviously, they're not going to rush around and say, all right, Frisco's aren't tag champs anymore. But, I mean, that's, that's going to that's gonna be, like, a, a Band-Aid coming off, too. Yeah. Because I mean, right? Because it's not going to feel right if Mark just picks a new partner and then just starts defending the tag titles that way.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not like Charlie Haas, you know, finding a new tag team partner after Shelton went to the WWE. Ooh, foreshadowing.
1: Listen, um, Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin are wrestling's greatest tag team. You know what? Charlie Haas is such a tag team expert; he could. Tag team up with his opponent. And and you know, of uh, tag teams. So much Charlie Haas. I did not expect to see so much Charlie
0: Haas when we started this Ring of Honor podcast. Yeah, no shit, eh? Jesus. Um you know, but uh it it'd be interesting, you know. I said, whatever Mark wants to do, and you know, maybe it's a thing that he, he's gotta wrestle. I mean, maybe that helps him cope. You know, I know there's there's times when when my life's taken a complete shit. Um, you know, all I did was just dive into work. You know, sometimes yeah. sometimes it helps. Well,
1: and that the thing is too is his work is the same. I mean, besides the chicken farm, I mean, they've been doing this since he 22. was what seventeen. Yeah. I mean. That's over twenty years. That that that's been his job. That's been his life. I mean, it's I mean you go through the the change to not have Jay, but also to not do that at all. I mean, like, would that be too much? Yeah. To just give it all up all at once.
0: And goddamn, they're almost Irish twins. They're what, like 358 days apart? Yeah, because Mark's... Today's, today's Mark's March, birthday. No, today's, today's Jay's birthday. Birth. Yeah, Mark's birthday was, la- you know, last Wednesday. Yeah. So, they're... so, God damn. Um, yeah, so Mom, Mama Briscoe was not fucking around, I guess. I
1: mean, they waited longer than my parents did, but... <laughs> yeah, but... And then, so when's your brother's birthday? My brother's birthday is in mid-September. Okay. It's
0: not the eighteenth, right? Seventeenth. Oh no. Yeah. Okay, so right. yeah, your brother's birthday is a day for mine. So. Yes. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I mean, your parents weren't weren't fucking around either. So,
1: I I I think I know. I brought this up on. RJ episode which would be great if people went back and listened to it like it's it's just about Jay Burstow but finding out that the age gap between the two of them is so similar to the age gap between me and my brother I think yeah. made it makes it that much harder to look at stuff now because like, I was severely bummed before like it's heartbreaking you can't believe it and it's like I can't believe like that's it like and then to find out like to not just see similarities between the two of them my brother and I but then to know it's like no it's like it's it's that extra little bit that makes it feel heavier yeah it's fucking crazy I'd say it's BJ Whitmer's birthday today too. It is. We're gonna have plenty of BJ Whitmer to talk about between our our two shows. We're chatting up tonight. Yeah.
0: Damn. All right. Well, let's focus. I will watch this match later. Uh, so that's a, good, that's a good idea, Will. Um. Yeah. Actually. Uh. Well. Actually, let's jump into our our, our question: of Dishonor. From our oh, our, yeah. good, our good friend Brandon, the third man at Irish
1: Misfit on Twitter.
0: Yes, and you can check, uh, follow Brandon on the Twitter as Will said, and it will be in the show notes going for going uh, forward. Jesus fucking Christ, time. these are words. All right. Um. Where is our text message, boiler? There we go. All right. So, question of the uh, question of dishonor. Who is the wrestler that you like that make people go? Why would you be a fan of that fucking guy? Um, you're ad living a little bit there, but okay. <laughs> all right, okay. So I didn't say fucking in there. I did add the fucking in there. So, fuck it, fuck it. Um. Yeah, and uh, Brandon's answer is the rest I like that no one else really does is Sean the Planet Stasiac. That's fucking crazy. Um, I also, like, me- I also
1: that he, like that he shared that he has a friend who's a big Gender Mahal fan. <laughs> I'm, a, yeah. I'm a, I'm a big Gender Mahal fan too because j- me, uh, winning a predictions round for a. Uh, Was it Backlash that year when he beat Randy Orton for the title? Yeah. That's the pick that won me the night, so. Nice. Did you get any money? No, I did get to pick what a WWE DVD release uh, Brian from Netbreaker had to write a five-star review of. That's awesome. And it had to be totally positive. He wasn't allowed to criticize anything. So he wrote a killer review of the chaperone wow that's uh
0: that's uh that's saying something so
1: so do do you want to give your answer first or you want me
0: to go first um well i'm gonna uh i'll do mine in two parts so i'll do my first one first um because no one outside the midwest for right now let's uh, get but yeah, my boy Jaden the Spectre Mercer. Uh people bag on him all the time. I catch shit for it all the time. I love Jaden. I think he's got a heart of fucking gold. Um in a good way. I mean he's got a lot of fucking heart. Uh he's got a bright goddamn future. Um, and everybody should follow him. Um that's my first part, but I have a second one. So do you follow cool. Nice. I think he's got a great name. Yeah, great gimmick, and uh, hopefully uh, future guest on the Midwestern Nursing Rounder
1: podcast.
0: If I so can plug other podcast
1: vehicles. What, uh, so what? Let me ask. What What about him? Do you think is it like the unknown factor? You think makes like I can't believe you like this guy or um so- is it is it more of the shtick because like I I'm aware of him but, like I haven't like really like you know I seen like matches and like or promos or anything like that. So I I legit saw him as like a recommended tweet one day. I'm like Aaron Mercer, huh? Awfully close to Mercer. Good enough for me. New fan. (laughs) Nice. Had kind of like the moon had like the moon night gimmick going on looking stuff. Yeah. I mean I saw a t shirt design like, ooh, that looks that looks pretty nifty. Well I will do one. No. I'm I'm in the You're throes sure. of filtering through my dresser.
0: Okay. Well if that changes I'd be more than happy to buy you one. So when I mean, you guys cut,
1: come... he's got to get up here to really the New
0: England area. Um I mean shit we could get we could get him booked, but uh you gotta get him up days. here to
1: chaotic or probably beyond so he actually has good people
0: to wrestle against. <laughs> um I think people can't get past past the gimmick. I uh, think the gimmick's kind of tacky with the, with this, you know, him talking to his mask and everything. So. Uh, okay. And uh, I, I mean, he's a great wrestler. He, I mean, he takes a fucking lick and he does a great sell job. Uh, he's very talented. Uh will take a fucking beating. Like I said earlier, and he's all in on the gimmick and then the gimmick makes sense. I mean, he, he uses it to his advantage. So, you know, that's, that's what I definitely enjoy about my boy. So. Yeah, and I've been a fan since day one. So, yeah, and obviously, um, you know, ICW Milwaukee and my boy Dysfunction, uh, who runs, ICW. I mean, it's very high on them. They've put this. I mean, this is the second time he's had the ICW Alternative Title or Midwest Title. I'm sorry, um, on a know, on him. So, yeah. How
1: about you will. So, and so, my first thought. When this came up was actually some of that we've been seeing uh we, we see twice. We're gonna talk about him twice this episode. Um, he's your boy, Milwaukee's own, the last real man, nice, Silas Young. Nothing, nice, like, I don't really know anything about him as like a person outside the ring, but his his gimmick, the last real man, just is it's not Necessarily a gimmick, or like a character that I think would come across that I would really enjoy, and I have really enjoyed the the last real man character, like in his interactions with, like we might might be a little ways off, but like interactions with like him and Dalton Castle and the boys, like hmm. yeah. and just like the, the little promo nuggets that he gives. I'm looking forward to getting to the one where there's when he's like, my nephew said he was being cyberbullied, so I smacked him upside the head with his keyboard. Now he's actually bullied. <laughs> so it's like, I shouldn't like this guy. And it's like, is it kind of a lazy gimmick? I don't know, but it's like, it's just it's so good. And I don't know why.
0: And he's good at it. Lots of things. Like, he's
1: he's committed to it 100 percent
0: yeah and it's uh it's very old school um uh, midwest awa type thing um yeah i mean and if you look at it like on the surface it's kind of generic in a way but he like said he's so good at it and he keep. i mean right um, his gimmick is angry old man yeah i mean he's definitely the old man screaming at clouds um and I will put over a really good promo he recently did with my boy Trent over at AAW when he said that I'm um, pretty much almost that exact same thing. Uh you know, and, and part listen, I mean it's somebody that I know. I wouldn't say I know him personally, personally. Um, but I mean I, I've seen him around, he, we acknowledge each other. Um, you know, I've offered to give him rides and stuff like that. So that's a really good pick, Will. <laughs> Actually, it's funny, you'll appreciate this. So uh my favorite record store, um, shout out to Rushmore Records. Uh, future sponsor of Ring of Honor Revelry. Um, sick. my buddy Dan that runs that, so he's like, Well, I, I think I know a couple wrestlers. This guy Caleb, uh, over at the Brickyard Gym, which is down the street from me, is I'm like, Caleb, I'm like, Yeah, hey. I'm like, Oh, wait, yeah, Silas. I'm like, Yeah, I mean, he's like, I'm not sure if he's a wrestler or not, but he just looks like a wrestler. So I'm like, No, yeah, he is. I mean, he's he is, uh the wrestler that made Milwaukee famous after the crusher. So no matter it's what funny uh, with, Steve Creek. says. With,
1: uh, with stuff like that, right? Like when um, I was talking to a guy I work with who used to be neighbors with Brian Malonis, because that's, that's the neck of the woods that I'm, I live in. Uh that he didn't know Malonis was a wrestler for the longest time. He was just the neighbor that he'd like watch football games with, have beers with, like hang out, whatever. And then yeah. he finally came up with it and it's like, so what do you do? He's like, oh, I'm a pro wrestler.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, that's, I, I, I love shit like that. So yeah. And Malonis looks like a wrestler, but that's just me. So Malonis uh, is a big boy. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely not small. And um when you I, see him in a little legion hall in that little wrestling ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he definitely takes up some of the ring. Um but and like I said, in for and for pro wrestlers, this might be low hanging fruit, but this is the first person that kind of came to mind when uh Brenda texted this question. Um and it doesn't seem as um Relevant now considering they're part of one of the greatest storylines going in wrestling today. Uh, but I've always been a Roman Reigns guy since I came back to wrestling. Um, you know, when I started watching wrestling, it's late 2015. Uh, it's when he got booed out of the building at the Royal Rumble. Even the Rock couldn't get him over. Everybody fucking hated Roman, but I always enjoyed everything about Roman. Um, you know, and I think. You know, they finally did a good job of leaning into the fact that people hate him, and now he's more popular than ever.
1: They, right? There's moments of greatness leading up to Roman, like the, the snowstorm interview, the, the suffering succotash. That was hard to say. It's it's almost a shame because you could tell like they wanted him to be, the guy the guy that kind of broke out of that group but he just didn't have that natural like people took to Ambrose right because he's the sympathetic one he's the one who watched Seth Rollins blast the other partner with a chair right so he's like he sees the gunshot basically yeah but people took to Seth Rollins I mean because Seth Rollins is an incredible wrestler
0: an incredible character
1: continues to evolve i mean the roman reigns thing really didn't evolve i mean he came out to the shield music he wore the shield getup he like when that stable broke up he really didn't stop being
0: shield roman reigns right then i wonder if that was him or if that was just vince in general oh i'm sure it's a vince thing wow Yeah, I was just kind of irritated. I wish they would have given him some lines in that Fast and the Furious movie. You know's Hobbs and Shaw. The other thing
1: that show. that uh, with Roman is when they popped him for the drugs. I was kind of hoping that's where the heel turn initially was going to be, because like the Ambrose and Seth Rollins are dogging him on TV, like, and they're referencing it, and he comes out in the paper. He's got like. The beard's like all filled out. He's got like a sweatshirt on. I'm like, let's go. Bring back Bad Bad Man theme song that Rikishi used to use. Like, let's get heel <laughs> Pot dealer Roman Reigns. Let's go. But we didn't get it because the next night he shaved up his beard, cleaned up, and was back to bam,
0: bam, 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 Yeah. So, um. well, Brandon, as always, uh, you know, we appreciate the question of dishonor and, uh, we are excited to have you actually on, uh, next week. Uh, so we'll be doing some bonus episodes with Brundon and uh shout out to, uh, brand buster boys, Brett and Beaumont who are currently listed like in the building in Lexington right now. Uh, but Brett will also be on the show. We are going to be doing a, a walks along. I'm just going to spoil it. So for those that know, they know, uh, if you don't know, you'll know soon enough. So um, real quick, Will, before we dive into a what we both considered a pretty spectacular episode of TV, uh, spoiler alert. Um, I know we didn't, you and I didn't get to discuss, uh, you know, what was our hunt for the gold in Dearborn, Michigan. But do you have any quick thoughts on that? Real quick. No, I thought it was very good.
1: Obviously, the matches were really good. Um, I think it's definitely a step up. These these first two events, I think, are definitely, I'd say, significantly better than kind of like what we were offered um, last year. Yeah, they I, really. I think I think the match quality is there. You don't have the like we got like a Trey Miguel match, so it's like you still get like the you know like the indie guy showing up match, but it's not like here's a six man tag where the crowd doesn't know any of these people.
0: Miguel looked, uh,
1: not large. No, he's a, he's a small
0: fellow. Um, future superstar. Someone signed this fucking guy. Trey Miguel is a fucking man. Um, always been my favorite rascal, but yeah. And goddamn that main event. I mean, for a fucking house roll, the American wolves versus the fucking briscoes. Are you fucking kidding me? I think the the match card
1: order was the only thing I questioned a little bit. Like having your world champion in the middle of the show. Like, I'm not saying he's got to be like the headliner because obviously, like we said, Frisco's American Wolves. I mean, that's the match. But Steen was hilarious. I was like, I'm tired. Yeah. (laughs) Um, He got the crowd to chant for like the chin walk. Yeah. Um, um, if I remember correctly, there was a couple times where I know we talked about production, there was some issues, but I'm, I'm not crazy in remembering this wrong. But there was a couple of times where they rang the bell on a two count, right? That wasn't just like the one match that happened more than once.
0: Yeah, that was definitely an issue going on the whole night. So, um, yeah, and unless if you get a chance, well, I mean, go back and watch that. I don't call Jimmy Jacobs. I mean, I think we got a sleeper. You know, match of the year candidate going on. It's a so. oh it's a
1: sleeper all right, Tom. That's why I gotta go back and watch it again.
0: I wasn't gonna bring that part up, but um
1: Oh I will. Sorry folks. I fell asleep during two matches. My bad.
0: Two great matches, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Rhino, Rhino and Michael Elgin like shook hands, hugged it out or whatever at the
0: end of that match. So obviously I'm gonna have to go back and watch that one too. Um, and that was a hot fight, that was a lot of fun. So did you so do you miss the? Do you, you didn't see Rhino's promo beforehand? No, okay. If you get chance, I mean, listen, yeah, it's okay, so that's why you didn't laugh as much. Um, it's hilarious because I mean, he's literally from down the street. Um, so they have three local guys, actually, well, four if you include Truth Martini, uh, Tadarius Thomas, uh, Jimmy Jacobs, Rhino, and uh truth martini and finance already all of them are from the dearborn slash detroit area so they're all within like an hour um so that was kind of cool uh but yeah he's just talking he's just shouting out said, yeah the store on this corner blah 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 and then something like 13th and cleveland that's where i lost my virginity um you know and then uh the, the match goes into the crowd and then Kevin Kelly's or Nigel's like, I'd watch out there, uh, Michael Elgin. You know, Rhino's got uh, he's got people in the crowd, and I don't think Rhino's the kind of person that hangs out with librarians, so um really fun match. So I definitely recommend if he had a chance. So uh, but will the meat and uh, potatoes of our episode, uh episode 71, Will of Ring of Honor. Do you believe that shit? 71.
1: Seven it it was like well, we breakfast it, it was great. I I popped huge when uh we got to about mid show.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Um, I I w- almost texted you and Brendan, too. Like when I watched it, I'm like, is this the start? Uh, but we'll definitely get to that. Uh, but real quick, but we're still back at the Burns, you know, and Baltimore's still killing it. Uh, Caleb's on the call still, so that's good. Even yep, though they, they they haven't
1: addressed the the new color commentator thing yet. Uh,
0: even though. Kevin Kelly is kind of thrown Caleb under the bus, but it is what it is. Um, but we do have Nigel McGuinness and uh Jay Lethal in the ring with a quote unquote litany of security. And uh they talk and remind, you know, uh they remind everyone that Jay Lethal has to convince Kevin Steen that if he wants uh if he wants a title shot, he's got to rescind that part of his contract. Um, you know, so lethal comes out, uh scum does what scum will do. Um well this is a stupid question. If I've asked you this before, I know I do it all the time. This is hopefully not up there with that's a smoochy question, but discuss, is SCUM an acronym for something? No. Okay.
1: No, it is just meant to be SCUM.
0: Okay. Um, because sometimes I see it with the S.c. So okay. Um <clears throat> I this this is Jay
1: Lethal's not a terrible promo, but Jay Lethal talked way too much. Yeah. I thought it was very odd that Steen, for whatever reason, I don't know if this was like a choice ahead of time. I don't know if this was like something decided on in the moment because Jay Lethal kept just saying shit and Steen just got fed up and didn't want to say anything more. But it felt very odd that a normally very chatty Kevin Steen. Really didn't have anything to say. Carino had plenty to say, but I mean, one doesn't. <laughs> Steve Carino's always got plenty to say.
0: Yeah, well, and they're kind of playing up the gimmick that, you know, Kevin Steen's a changed man, and yeah, he, he hadn't changed, called Nigel. Yeah,
1: Water War. took It It was a, Water War is a big deal. Um, but he was so he, chatty. He, he killed his best friend, El Generico.
0: He did kill his best friend, and I'm never to be seen again. Straight up fucking murked him. Yeah, and Will, real quick, this is t- 1,000% off topic, but not necessarily. We were talking last week with our Thank You Jay episode, uh, who the Briscoes won the six-man way titles with. It's Toriano. Both times.
1: Yano, really?
0: Yeah, so shout-out to my good friends uh, Matt and Adam over at the Dorkside of the Ring podcast. Uh, who also actually have a table sign from Billy Ray that was broken by Jay Briscoe uh, at a future event that we will be reviewing in about four years. Uh, but yeah, it was with Toriano. That's a shoot, brother. Yeah, hey, there you go. So um, yeah, shout out to those guys. Way off topic for what we're next to talking about here. Uh, but speaking of Steve Carino, that motherfucker looked very, very dapper, if I do say so myself. Man, I no, want you.
1: When you know, maybe when you're starting to, you know, transition to your next career path after wrestler.
0: <laughs> Foreshadowing. Um you know, maybe they... you're already dressed
1: to go uh, behind a desk somewhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um depends on how long this block of tapings go. <laughs> but uh
0: Jay Lethal surprised that uh, Kevin Steen goddamn will um had the balls to come out. Uh, Carino gets on and talks how he dated Jay's mother, blah, 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 uh, classic Carino. Um, you know, and then he says Lethal's mom got spit in because his dad threw water when he should have thrown in the towel, and that's when Jay gets all mad. Uh, and then Lethal fires back, Steen ain't like real Ring of Honor champions. He only cares about himself and lots more insults. You know, and like Will talked about earlier, Steen's very sullen, withdrawn, you know, the change man gimmick, and you know, except for when he wrestles to Darius Thomas, because he was hilarious during that fucking match. Um, you know, but and Lethal's fueled by hatred, and he deserves to be Ring of Honor champion. And until, um and until he beats uh beats Jay Lethal, he thinks Kevin Steen ain't shit. Right, because they're playing.
1: Because Steen at this point hasn't, they haven't had a one-on-one match that's ended. With a decisive ending, right? Because the the match in New Jersey that went to unseen. a no went went to a no contest because it just the match got thrown out. i really like to see that fucking match. So I I appreciate like kind of what was going for. It, it just felt like Lito was talking too much and it felt like he was kind of stepping on again, like it's hard to tell. Was he stepping on stuff Kevin Steen was supposed to be saying? Is this him trying to put himself over? Is this him getting a little too too grabby with a brass ring? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it just felt a little weird, especially just to have, again, like, it seemed very out of character for Kevin Steen to just kind of, like, meander away and be like, yeah, sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, just change, man. Well, you know, um, you know, Jacobs yells at lethal to move on, little man, and then uh, Steen just walks off. Yeah. And uh great, great work here by Steve Carino, uh facially, uh, because he just kind of did the whole I'm trying to keep it together, but what the fuck are you doing? kind of look on his face. And then uh Kenstein gets in the mic and he says, I accept. Uh those are the only tour just says, and, and um scum lose their collective mind. So it looks like we are getting Steam versus Lethal at the anniversary show. Well, there we go. Another match confirmed. Yeah. Um, and then we've got the aforementioned uh, Veda Scott, who Will and I were talking about in pre-production. No, it wasn't creepy. I just wasn't following Veda Scott on Twitter. Uh, that might not that might have been on my Midwestern Wrestling uh, Roundup podcast profile, too. I don't know. Uh, but she tells us the anniversary show. It's going to be March 2nd. And then uh, March 3rd, we do get taping in Chicago Ridge. Uh, and we're going to get uh, Elgin versus Roddy. But this time, it's two out of three falls. And Will, there will be no truth martini at ringside. So you know what that means? No hoopla. Well, there's no hoopla hotties, and there will definitely, definitely not be the most lethal item in Ring of Honor history. The book of truth. That's right. Side. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, t- the truth. It's
1: loaded. They got to check it.
0: Yeah, and then uh, we do uh, we do get uh, we do find out the main event tonight is Adam Cole versus BJ Whitmer. Um. Oh yeah. So then uh, our next match will. Speaking of Silas Young.
1: Top prospect tournament match. So at commentary we've got Truth Martini. Uh the Poot Nanny Predator? I thought that was a little fucking creepy, but okay. Truth Truth's going through it since the House of Truth kind of broke up. He 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 needs he needs an outlet. And it's right now it's commentary. Yeah. But he's very interested in this top prospect tournament. As that well makes... as other matches that we'll
0: cover later, but yeah, he's he's here for Adam Page and Silas Young, and Silas finally gets his his entrance music. Well, he had it the last time, um, because who stole his entrance music earlier last year? Listen, somebody had it, and I was just like, that's not right. Um, wasn't guess his he...
1: en- wasn't his entrance theme super similar to like the show
0: theme? Maybe. Um. Yeah, I mean, so I guess we'll see. But uh, Silas Young, I guess according to commentary, is the master of the stock clock. I don't know what the stock clock is, but will maybe we'll find out later on the match. What do you think? I mean, there's a chance. There, yeah, and uh, could be a lot of hoopla. <laughs> the hoopla hotties and uh, keep
1: your pants on.
0: <sighs> I mean, at least I, we're
1: in Baltimore. You know, if we were in Milwaukee, all the women would be whores. Yeah, I was like,
0: wow, okay, then. Um, foreshadowing, Hors. yeah, I uh, we'll talk off air, but yeah, I listened to a podcast that uh, they were referencing earlier that he did with uh, Cole and through sure, something else, I'll tell you that much. But uh, Adam Page, he's 21, he's got his degree from uh, Virginia Tech. Gosh, I think they even mentioned what it was, and uh, they mentioned all the scouts are drooling over this 21 year old, and will. Um, do you think anything's going to these Adam page kids going to kind of work out at all? It's going to pan out. I don't know. Some quiet hit kid from Virginia. Yeah. He ain't got no shot. Uh, but we do get a code of honor, but it's a real man code of honor. So Silas being kind of like the prick that we talked about earlier. Um, and then the kind of reference, you know, Mike Bennett is the 2010 top prospect tournament. And, uh, You know, and uh, by the way, Silas, i 32 here. It's like, wow, he's been going on for a while. So, Um, you know, I wonder, Will, you know, that's with the way Truth Martinez is asking is Silas going to go to the House of Truth? So, will he be the first person to come back? So, we'll want to see. You know, and uh, Silas wrestles uh, Stiff like a real man. You know, like Truth Martini says, and uh, he's running him down. I don't know why that bothers me. But, uh, well, yeah, Truth says that Silas ain't got no social media because he's a real man. Um, yeah, fun match, Will. I really enjoyed this. So, you know, it's and it's funny. They, uh, when when uh, AEW was Dynamite was in Milwaukee 10 years later, uh, these two had a rematch. Yeah. So.
1: I mean, the top prospect, I mean, I can't say every top prospect tournament's been great. 'Cause we haven't watched them all, but it's typically a hell of a time.
0: Yeah. And uh I do want to take this time out that uh my two picks for breakout stars of twenty thirteen um are Silas Young and Matt Taven, both of which are in this tournament. Well just saying. Yeah, we'll see. And also your your pick is also in the main event the anniversary show. So I think we're two goddamn good pro- prognosticators, if I do say so myself. Um, yeah, Silas gives uh page a backdrop to the floor, but god damn, you see how close his fucking head almost hit to the goddamn floor. Or, uh, yeah, page throws Silas over, and uh, si- yeah, Silas's head misses that apron by a couple inches. of like, yeesh, uh, beyond yeah, that, Adam page hits that famous shooting star press. Um, yeah, but Silas being the veteran he is gets that full Nelson bomb, and uh, we find out what the stock lock is. Uh it's basically a camel clutch kind of you know submission yeah. move. So yeah, and Silas kind of gives him the cocky handshake and uh um yeah, if I had a rewind button on here, I could have went back and I could have told you who uh who Silas is faking next next. But uh alas with honor club, uh I do not. So uh any additional thoughts? I kind of went over everything there. Sorry about that. No, uh, not a
1: surprise. Silas Yun-we, uh just knowing, you know, kind of like spoiler, knowing in the hindsight, right, knowing that Silas is going to be a little more of a developed character before we really start seeing Adam Page really start really coming out mm-hmm. and being Adam Page. So, I mean, they're obviously, they're obviously like, Silas Young. He's one of those guys that you can tell they like. They put him in good spots. He has great matches. And you know, he picks up the win here. So last week we had QT Marshall. This week it's Silas Young.
0: Yeah, so we're uh we're down to down to six top prospects. So um and real quick, uh Will before we get to uh your super highlight and we like you said we saw some history here. Uh, but they have Eddie Edwards doing an ad. For, for yep. DVDs, Will. Um, yeah, I, I respect what you do. You can take a whoop and like nobody's business, but oh, people from Boston, yeah. Um, <laughs> but Will, next we get Charlie Haas drinking beer inside of the ring. All uh, right, so
1: I I have, I have issues with this. Dude. my my issue with this. Is it's inconsistent character work. He's coming out. He's angry. He's flipping the bird. But he's still saying it's crap. It's like, it's a tape show. Say shit. Make him really use that fucking beeper. <laughs> like, don't be like, I think it's a bunch of bullcrap Do they think I'm too vulgar. It's like, no, say it's bullshit. Have them censor it out. Or, if you want to keep it more family-friendly, have them say bullcrap, but still censor it out anyway. Yeah. Make it seem like he's saying wild shit. But he's, he's swigging beers, he's flipping birds. Sean Benjamin's not there. Story of his life.
0: Yeah. See, Will, I thought you were going to be upset because uh, this promo kind of took inside of Ring of Honor away from you. We had to check it down on YouTube. I did not do that. It's like, you can go to the website, and it's like, no, nope, definitely can't do that. I I didn't check it down either. I might actually, just to be a smartass, but uh, See if uh, we can actually find out on ROHWrestling.com. We probably can't. No, yeah.
1: But, uh, you now it was it's like, he comes out, he doesn't come off that, I mean, until it gets to the, the next section, I don't know, it just, it doesn't have, like, like he doesn't feel as, like, fired up as he's apparently, like, supposed to be. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because I feel like prior to this, he was way more of a dick. He was way more aggressive. And this is just you know, it's a little... Maybe he wasn't thrilled about uh,
0: who he was working tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, uh, you know, Charlie does run down Baltimore, you know, and uh, Baltimore sucks, you know, the typical. And he says, you know, now back to being in Baltimore, he understands why Ray Lewis is quitting football. It's uh, It's either because he hates Baltimore or it's because he's a big pussy. So obviously that gets a big reaction. Um, you know, Haas is still pissed off The Ring of Honor keeps sending him letters, like Will said, uh, that he can't curse. Uh, but he lives in America, and he can say whatever he wants, Will. He's from America. Um, you know, and no one knew B.J. Uh, Whitmer until uh, Charlie Haas dropped him on his head. Um, and Nigel's uh, booking a tag team gauntlet match, which don't mean shit with Shelton and Haas. And... Uh, Hawkes gets belted by toilet paper and cheeseburger. Or, I mean, I'm sorry. Brindle gets in the ring. Uh, you want to take it from here, Will? Hold on, Tom. I'm on the move. Um. Well, basically, uh, the ringside guy gets in the ring to pick up all the toilet paper. Um, you know, and Hoss goes to him and tells him, "Yeah, you know, um, this is his name. Should be hungry because every time Hawkes sees him, he wants to eat a cheeseburger." And, uh, Will, this, this might be where it all started. Um, you know, and ask who the hell are you? Uh, so like, are "You are you a wrestler? And puts over the ring of our dojo. Um, uh, and it's, uh, it's cleared and, uh, we get got Charlie Haas versus, uh, Brindle, uh, the future cheeseburger and he accepts the challenge. I think we, uh, Charlie Haas grabs him, uh, throws him across the ring and, uh, about thirty foot or thirty foot suplex and then uh fixing that uh Haas of pain over leak uh submission move for about thirty seconds and uh obviously Charlie Haas gets the win here over the the rather smaller Brindle who we will soon be known as uh cheeseburger so i pop well, big time pop big time
1: sorry about that I had to relocate the mobile office that's okay. But yeah, i I pop big when because I like I kind of remember like the visual like when they showed like the flashback of like where the cheeseburger thing started, But I didn't necessarily say like, oh, this is the moment until he got there. It's like, what's your name? It's like it's
0: cheeseburger Yeah, yeah. Uh... And I mean, cheeseburger's a fucking art ring of honor legend. That's a simple fact, will.
1: He is, you know, Shinobi Shadow Squad. He's he's buddies with Liger.
0: Yeah. I had a really well, cool t shirt that I wanted, but I don't think it's sold anymore, so
1: the uh you no, know, well, I I might even be next year's uh Top Prospect Tournament. We might see some more cheeseburger. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh then we go to our next match, Will, uh the Matt Hardy versus Red Titus.
1: Red Red's taped up.
0: Yeah, you know, obvious, obvious plot device here because, you know, he just went to war with uh, Shelton and Charlie Haas. And, uh, you know, obviously Matt Hardy is going to work those ribs for sure. Uh, Matt's was a tad slow. I don't know. I just – yeah. I don't know why I'm not liking Matt Hardy here. I know I'm not supposed to like Matt Hardy, but I'm not liking him for the reason I'm not supposed to like him, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it's it's very kind of blah right now. Like the matches aren't like right on their head hinting like, oh, I won with a wrestling move because I won with a roll up. It's like, yeah, but that's not really like. It's kind of weird the way they're they're, they're uh... how they're trying to spin it.
0: Yeah. Um... But in the end, you know, Matt Hardy gets a twist of fate on, and then uh, Kevin Kelly and uh, Caleb Seltzer uh, put it over. You know, Rick could have beat him without the injuries. You know, typical. So yeah, we
1: I don't we don't want this to come off as like this was like a scrub match. Like no, no. Titus got offensive. Oh
0: yeah, for sure. And even but. with tape ribs, I mean, Titus still does have a great fucking drop kick
1: was he he took like a suplex or whatever onto like the ring apron
0: yeah it was yeah it's a little nasty so now uh, but will our main event we've got the aforementioned bj whitmer uh happy birthday mr bj whitmer um friend, personal friend of brain buster boys brett um but it is today is his birthday obviously uh, adam cole for the tv title you know, and then uh, Nigel and, or Caleb and uh, Tim Keller putting over how tough uh B.J. Whitmer is. You know, that's why they call him the buzzsaw. Um, you know, and uh, like I said, I put in the notes here, kind of a fun, stiff match, old school match. And, of course, Matt Hardy's on commentary and he's running down Adam Cole. Um, You know, and like we'll, well talk it's, about.
1: Our- it's because Matt Hardy's like, I won, I should get a title shot. It's going to be BJ Whitmer who lost his match,
0: which I mean, you know, he's
1: not wrong. He's not wrong, but it, it's just it's dragging a little bit. Yeah. Um, hell, you know, hell of a the match between these two though?
0: Yeah, you know, and you uh, know, hard to keep harping on that. You know, I beat him with a real wrestling move, and then uh, you know, Kevin Kelly's like, well, yeah, the nut shot had nothing to do with it. But uh you know, and then Matt Hardy calls with PJ Whitmer a good hand. So we know that's uh wrestler speak for you suck balls. Um
1: he's he's good, but he's not a champion
0: like Matt Hardy. Yeah, I mean he's not globally known like Matt Hardy. And then uh yeah, and then uh Adam Cole uh attacks the neck. I mean, why wouldn't you? The guy's got a bum neck, you know, he just got dropped on it. Um Oh, and they,
1: they seemed like it was going to stop it, and he told Adam Cole, don't you fucking let up. Yeah. They fucking killed him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. us see what you will well about Adam Cole, man. This guy takes a great fucking whooping, by the way. Um. Yeah, and that suplex next suplex combo twice by B.J. Whitmer was fucking sweet, but yeah, really the highlight of the match is um, we thought that B.J. Whitmer was dead, you know, Sinclair won't let him touch him. And uh Cole walks up and yeah, like Will said, BJ slaps in his face and, he, and screams loud as fucking clear as the bell. Don't you fucking stop? And then uh Cole says, okay, it's in a super cluck, uh, super kick, uh, Suplex brain buster kicks out. Um yeah, like Will talked about earlier, the bell rings, but that wasn't it. Uh but yeah, then Will with that uh that devastating Florida key. Um Adam Cole gets the win. And then we get a Cole Hardy staredown. Um, yeah, yeah, that's all. It and, was. Uh, you
1: know, I think you know, I I could care less about the the Matt Hardy Adam Cole storyline that we're still going through. but, I mean, hell of a match. Three three. You know the Matt Hardy at Red Titus was fine, but the I mean Adam Cole BJ Whitmer Silas Young, and Adam Page. I mean. Great matches. Great to see cheeseburger.
0: Yeah, I mean, you see the beginning. So, um, so yeah, Cole's got the, the world television title. But, Will, what exactly makes a TV title a world TV title? As opposed is it, to a regular TV title? Is it TV shown across the world? See, that's what I was wondering. Or does it have to be defended across the world? I don't know. These are the things I think about while watching wrestling. Well, Will... On to another great event. I'm not just saying that because this happened in my hometown. Um, uh, I, I might, that. that might have something to do with it. Um, I could have gone to this event, but I didn't. I was actually just came back from uh, the Virgin Islands after living down there for a little while, and things didn't quite work out, so I came back with my tail between my legs and barely two pennies to rub together, but it's not a story itself. But it's Defy or Deny 2. From the, from the legendary Turner Hall Ballroom in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yes, Will. When you come visit, we will go to Turner a, Hall.
1: It, you said it's an intimate venue.
0: Yeah. It's 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 well-known. It's it's legendary. You know, well, as, as you can see, I know uh, there's a Bill Burr poster in the background. Uh, Dark Store Orchestra. There's a couple of big band posters that were in the back that were coming up. Um. Yeah, yeah, Nigel and Kevin Kelly put over Turner Hall very well. And Kevin, Kevin Steen's even gone on a note saying that for Turner Hall is one of his uh, favorite venues. So, and Nigel
1: and Nigel put over the crowd. Um, they put over that it was near basically a sellout. So, like, just for a refresher, like, how small, like, how, whether you want to say how small or how big is this venue, like, we talking with like a couple hundred people, we talking,
0: like, I'd say this is probably, I mean, probably five, six hundred people. Um, it's, it's pretty not big. too, it's not too shabby. Um, yeah, it's pretty I mean, it was, big.
1: It's big enough for GCW to just roll through there. So,
0: well, no, this is Turner Hall. This isn't La Pika Lounge. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, La Pica Lounge. I, I was,
1: I was mixing up my Milwaukee venues.
0: Yeah. No, La Pica Lounge maybe holds seventy-five people. That's if you're sitting on top of each other. So that GCW, there was maybe 50 people. Um, yeah, no, Turn Hall, yeah, Turn Hall is huge compared to that. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, this
1: was a fun show, too. Like, uh, you know, just to kind of echo what you said, great crowd. Great, yeah. great show. Didn't yeah, have my- a lot of like the technical kind of failings that.
0: Yeah, Dearborn the had. other
1: show that Dearborn had. Um, it, the lighting was better. Audio was better. Lighting was better. Nobody really goofed.
0: Yeah, there wasn't. Yeah, big shots of the the merch table in the background. Um, yeah, you know, maybe I'm just saying it because I'm biased. But uh, what? And obviously, Silas is the hometown man, but uh, he's a heel. You know, so it's, right. it's, it's always, not
1: hometown, but not necessarily the hero yeah um Silas Young wasn't necessarily buddy buddy with the crowd there either no
0: no um you know and uh, I I did almost see Silas Young um play play a face once in in Milwaukee you know but that did not turn out very well that actually got a little awkward including darts in the back of and pulling uh Bruiser city Bruiser's teeth out but we will uh, we'll talk about that show in about seven years so. <laughs> um, you know, and obviously, you know, we talked about earlier. Adam Cole, uh, you know, is super tough, but really, when he's working with a guy like Silas, he can be a really great fucking technician too. To be honest, yeah. Silas's move set really popped this match. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. So my buddy Andy was in the building. My buddy Trent. Uh, actually Trent was actually a uh, hard camera. I actually saw him a bunch of times, but if you saw some crazy dude with long hair really going nuts on the fucking barricade, that was Trent. So um but yeah, like we talked about a little bit earlier, Will, you know, truths on the on the on the call here. Because he's scouting Silas Young, we're assuming, but uh, you know, his hoopla hottie talk and of course he has uh you know Kevin Kelly smells fingers, but uh you know so smells sausages. Yeah, and then uh all he found, he didn't find any hoopla hotties in Milwaukee. He just found a bunch, a bunch of, of whores. I was like, wow, um, okay. I mean, I guess you, you're in gimmick and everything, but, um, uh, you know.
1: Is it a gimmick? We'll, we'll it, talk about it. I mean, he he said he's he's got a chubby from this match.
0: Yeah, you know, we'll uh, we'll talk off air about that, so I, I've got some insight on some things, but uh, you know, the truth does love Silas' moustache. Yeah, moustache is a ring. Um, was it moustache? Yes. Uh, but dude, I mean, I know, you know, Ring of Honor's got, got some corners, but fucking ring canvas was pretty fucking ripped up. Um, you know, and it was really ripped yeah, up yeah. in the main event for the show either, but... Uh, um. Yeah, Silas goes for misery. Uh, but it's not quite called that yet. Uh, but yeah, then Silas eats a super kick, and of course, you know that that devastating Florida Key will. Nobody Oops. ever
1: kicks out of that. Silas Young was a fucking idiot, and his hubris decided to do a handstand, which pretty much set yourself up for the cheeky Mando's kick. Yeah. Um. But yeah. the hubris, the hubris to think you got time to do a handstand. When you're but, in the ring with a with a champion,
0: yeah. I mean, he he's a fucking champion. Um, and uh, so and you've, but you but see, you've seen you've seen you've seen Silas hit that move though in the end though, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh but yeah, that's a really good way of putting Will. I didn't even think of that. So, uh but next Will, our boy, uh, Tadarius Thomas, two times in a row we get to see him. Uh however, versus.
1: However hell of a, you know, it's one of those matches where you don't necessarily think about it, but you see it on paper, and you're like, damn. Bobby Fish yeah. did Darius Thomas? I
0: mean, this isn't really going to be a wrestling match. This is pretty much going to be an MMA match, which it, it pretty much was.
1: Which they put over, but I just want to put over um something from the Hunt for Gold show. When Bobby Fish hit the tilt a backbreaker on Rhett Titus, that is not a small man to spin around yeah, to hit a I backbreaker mean, on, I mean. Bobby Fish is really good. Yeah, I mean, he's
0: got eyes like Davy
1: Richards, so. Um, How cool would him and Simon Gotch be as a team? Now that, <sighs> now that they're both out there. I mean. They yeah.
0: get grow their old-timey mustaches and they can beat people up. Look old. Well, speaking of mustaches, isn't Trent Seven a free agent, too? From Mustache Mountain, so. Um, I where's... thought he was. I, I thought he was brought in for AEW, No, I think he's had a match. I don't know if they let the or not. It's
1: so. all. Oh, uh, um, but this was fun as expected. Darius Thomas, Bobby yeah. Fish, both extremely proficient at what they do.
0: Yeah, and they and, and they worked well together. And and Fish, I was just got that exaggerated handshake. Yes. Um. I guess there are some copies of Nigel McGuinness's documentary at the show. I haven't seen said documentary. This does sound interesting. So,
1: I, I was going to ask you if that's something we need to track down. Are we are we going to review the Nigel McGuinness documentary?
0: I'd be more than happy to. So, all right, let's. We'll have to. We'll have to seek it out. Um, and that reminds me, I've got an idea speaking of speaking Nigel McGuinness, but we'll, we'll. talk Ooh, you okay?
1: Yep, that's my fucking cat's getting
0: on the couch, knocking shit over. Um, yeah, with this match, lots of good back and forth, as you'd expect. Um, actual ring psychology, which is fun. You know, as Bobby Fish is working the wounded body part. Um, but in the end, Bobby Fish is too much. Uh, he gets that knee lock in, and uh, yeah, that's it. But uh how does truth marfini martini feel about Tadarius thomas i mean they're both uh both michigan guys so uh next we've got uh charlie haas versus uh red titus um again Yep, yeah, that's exactly what I put it so we're gonna run this back again um and charlie haas is drinking Milwaukee's best and will if anyone Offers you a Milwaukee's best. Don't drink it. Tom, I'm going to be that guy and say, ah, it's not
1: free. Well, I mean. But I will keep that in mind if somebody says, man, I love Milwaukee's best.
0: Even if, yeah. I mean, if someone says that, run away. Um, but yeah, he's drinking Milwaukee's best, but he's going to wrestle Ring of Honor's worst. um Yeah, Haas says he should be
1: in that Defy or Deny match.
0: Yeah. I mean, is he wrong? But he's going to be like Prince Fielder, and he's going to take the money and get out of this shithole. So uh, that is a baseball reference, Will. And then he dropped on like a
1: plate of piss, which commentary was questioning. It's like, oh, it must be a Texas thing. But Charlie Haas isn't actually from Texas.
0: Yeah, he's from from the Oklahoma, so. Sure, he actually like he's from Texas, so. Went, went to Seton Hall. Yeah. Uh, but we do Hall get in. the. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, but I,
1: I, one thing I like that they brought up on commentary is that they're talking about Rhett Titus, right? Trying to find, pretty much trying to find his mojo again. Because he was on fire when he was teamed up with Kenny King. But really, since Kenny King left, he's been kind of floundering about. Whitmer's kind of taking him under his wing. But I mean, Charlie Haas kind of feels a lot like the same way, right? Like Yeah. Charlie Haas, Russell's greatest tag team is one thing, but like, when you get Charlie Haas, like, he just kind of meanders about. Yeah. Uh, and maybe she- they are more alike than uh, they want to admit.
0: Yeah, I mean, they take team together for about 15 seconds on one day, so, yeah, that's a good point. They
1: could have won that tournament
0: for Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. Yeah. Um and um, they do talk about uh so much that uh, Arn Anderson being a uh mentor. Um, I did love the fact that the crowd went on with a, with a Shelton chant.
1: Oh, the, the, the the crowds both both these nights the
0: chants were ridiculous. Um, yeah, and Kevin Kelly talks about it. he talked about the executives from the the CW eighteen here Channel eighteen. Uh, very well known here in Wisconsin, but they don't like the exec. You know, they don't like Charlie Haas. You know, I you know, with his language, but uh, Charlie Haas is bring his suitcase of justice, uh, into the ring. Uh, Rex stops him. Uh, but Rex smashes a beer over Charlie Haas. Our char Charlie's head gets a frog splash, but uh, Haas gets his knees up and he gets the and pin. That's
1: that's it. Kind of kind of lame. Kind of a very weak finish.
0: Yeah, like I said, they, these two did seem kind of kind of lost all together. So, like you said, maybe they have more in common than they think. But it's will kind of it's kind of a bummer, right? Because a little
1: over a year we've been reviewing this. Like wrestling's or his tag team, kind of gets paired off with somebody, and it's like they don't let them move on from it. They fought the Briscoes for like three quarters of the year. Then it switched to All Night Express. And now he's still fighting with Right Titus.
0: Yeah, they just get caught in the same fucking storyline Excuse me, sorry, Will. Um, but Will. Highlight of the evening. Not the main event, but a highlight. Uh we get scum. Carino, Jacobs, and Rhino versus them boys and Jay Lethal. Um, And at the beginning, you know, Steve Carino cutting a great uh, great promo on Milwaukee, you know. You know, Crappy Town. Um, Oh, and uh, yeah, he's seen three uh, legendary wrestling legends. Um, Wait. Yeah, because he talks about
1: how this is the first time in however many years him and Rhino have been like Teamed up in a wrestling ring, the crowd's chanting ECW, and he says something. It's like he says some the lines of
0: like, "I think we're the only two still
1: alive." Yeah, we're the only two still alive.
0: Yeah, that's great. It's like, Oof. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Then he um said something kind of weird. So and obviously it's like, you know, you guys are all cheering for all these Milwaukee legends, and then he's like, "Oh wait, you're so quiet because there are none." Except for the Crusher, and then the Crusher's a Kid Toucher. So I don't know if that's true or not. I haven't heard that rumor yet, but who the fuck knows? So, nice. um,
1: yeah, that was a you know,
0: Krino went on went on went on fire here. So, um, yeah, and he gets into with some guy. He's gonna fuck that guy's girlfriend. Then he ends the promo basically. uh they're gonna hump all of, all of our women, and uh, they're gonna gore all the men. You know, I was kind of weird because you know the night before in Dearborn, you know, Carino got scolded by Nigel McInnes, He's all contrite and everything. But now he's just being back to being Carino. So, I mean, I know these are two house shows, so there's not a lot of continuity. But well, we'll. I mean,
1: we'll have to keep, keep an eye out on continuity, especially after our our main event. Yeah, but we we have a little ways to get there because
0: we have a very fun six man tag match. Yeah, so they called out... Yeah, so Carino hits that Hammerlock DDT, but they called it the Colby Driver. So is there... They named that after his son, I'm assuming? I wonder?
1: Probably. His his son is, I'm assuming, born by now. Uh,
0: Young young Colby Carino. I would assume so, because, I mean, he's been wrestling for a while, so I don't think he He's wrestling 10 years. I mean, he could be. I mean, he could be a child prodigy. Who knows? Weird things have happened. Um... Yeah, lots of good action uh fun violence um yeah you know, I love Nigel talking I never shoot your opponent into their corner um you know I do love they get uh they get um the 30 punches in in the cro- in the corner gimmick um why am I my notes are not very good here
1: I will say it's funny that we we're at this point we're talking about because I uh in hopes of catching if they put the because I didn't know where they were going to put the Mark Briscoe match tonight. So, I do not know if maybe they opened with it right. Because who knows? Who knows what like the, the deal with it is. But I saw some of the action on the, the opening tag match. There's a part where Action Andretti goes to bounce off the ropes. But he runs towards the side that Jericho's on. Which is like, why would you run and turn your back to your opponent's corner, when you could have run to the other side of the ring instead. I thinking, mean. thinking, thinking, think.
0: That's why he's a rookie, so. <laughs> um, But, yeah, Dem Boyce and uh, Jay, they do get Rhino in the ring, uh, isolated. You know, and uh, uh, Mark hits the Froggy Bowl, and then uh, Lethal hits the Hail Little King. Uh, but Jimmy Jacobs does come in to make the same. Uh, they get uh Jacobs in isolated for the doomsday, but he gets out of it. Um, and Mark's getting all crazy doing his air kung fu. Uh, but he gets gored out of his shoes, and uh, Rhino pins Mark Briscoe for the win. And then uh, after the match, Jimmy Jacobs gets a very expensive from the drink uh, from a lady in the front row because the drinks in that place are not fucking cheap. So I'm sure that drink cost her $12. $12 there, $12 now. Good question. I bet you twelve dollars then, probably. Because so it was twelve dollars.
1: That's probably like a twenty now.
0: Yeah. Shit. Yeah, fun match. I mean, a lot of the details are are a little vague because I mean it's tough because it's a a scum and Briscoes match. Um, not that that's a you know an insult. It's just these two like to beat the piss out of each other, and they did. Yeah. Yeah, and Crowell's going fucking nuts. Briscoe's super fucking over, you know, as they should be, so. Um, But, Will, next we've got Matt Hardy versus B.J. Whitmer. And, of course, Adam Cole's on the call, and, you know, Will, gee, Willikers, he's just happy to be there. Um,
1: This is kind of the match we probably should have got instead of because right, like we're talking about like continuity in the story and stuff. People, you're assuming everybody's catching TV. Maybe not everybody's catching the event. So, I think mean, this really should have been the match on TV. Yeah. To get these story beats in. Because Matt Hardy's angry that Whitmer got a shot against Adam Cole. Not him. So, now he's going to wrestle BJ Whitmer.
0: I mean, makes sense.
1: And again, yeah. it's it's the stuff's fine, but like I don't, there's no nothing during that match that really stood out to me. It's like this is like a really great spot.
0: Yeah, and and obviously you know they're in a tough spot. They're gonna come down after the match that we just saw. You know they're they're not gonna be able to top that. So, um, I just. Yeah, they yeah.
1: this this is the deadliner match, right? This is when everybody's gonna run and grab their merch, grab their yeah. drinks and burgers, whatever they want to grab while they're waiting, because they're not gonna want to miss either of the next two matches.
0: Yeah. Um I mean, solid match, none enough. Um, you know, but they were really putting over BJ Whitmer and this uh, in this match, which is awesome. Um Whitner does kick out of the, the twist of fate at one. Uh, but he obviously, would. you know, he dies with a Florida key, but the second twister, uh, kicks out of the second twist of fate. Um, you know, and then, uh, basically Matt Hardy gets him in the guillotine and Red and comes out from the back and throws in the towel. And, uh, yeah. And then Matt Hardy just gets into it with Nigel at ringside, calls Cole a paper champion. Cole comes out, uh, with a mic. And now so we talked about earlier, Adam Cole is actually starting to sound like the Adam Cole we will know and love soon. Um yeah, and uh Matt Hardy knows what he did and he wants him to admit it. But uh, you know, Matt Hardy tries another nutshot on Adam Cole, but uh Cole Cole blocks it. But in the end, Hardy pretty much decapitates him with the bill and walks up belt and walks off. He's now got the actual belt. Well
1: here we go again. Somebody's stealing
0: the TV championship. Yeah. Funny how that works. It's almost like I've seen that before. So, uh, this was my match of the night. Did this next match re delivered, Mister Kyle O'Reilly versus David Richards? It was very good. No, I'm, I'm, I wasn't maybe the most
1: excited when I saw that because it's like, oh, we're getting this again. Uh, no, this was really good. I don't think they have wrestled one on one though. They haven't. They never had the one on one blow off.
0: I don't think so. No, not yet. That's why I was kind of shocked they did it here. I mean, it's not a blow-off yet, but...
1: but you um, know what I mean? Like, I... Right. I thought they had had the one-on-one encounter after Team Ambition kind of broke apart. So, that could... I, that's on me. Maybe, you're, you're I could be wrong. right.
0: You're the one who takes notes for the show, so you're probably right. <laughs> like I still, yeah, but I still can't remember shit, so... Uh, But I just do want to say real quick that uh, Mr. Davey Richards is still ducking me. He will not be at – that show I'll be at in St. Louis as he'll be in Ireland. Uh, Go figure. But uh, that's an R star for itself. Um, Yeah, but Davy Richards rocking those dynamite kid pants, though. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, But Matt?
1: And we we get uh, Nigel pops in on commentary because Nigel went to the back. With BJ Whitmer following the last match, Uh, um, and who's who's on commentary for this? Somebody else is on commentary. Bobby Fish. uh, Bobby Fish jumps on commentary on this. Nope. And Uh, Nigel says that Whitmer got to the back fine on his own, but he said he's he's sure that once the adrenaline wears off, um, it's going to be a very different story. That. Whitmer is a tough guy, but Whitmer's been through a lot. And yeah. he's going to go back to the back.
0: Yeah, and BGM, Whitmer's uh, making honor real.
1: Um, yeah, Nigel's saying that he his goal is to prove honor is real and to restore honor to Ring of Honor, and he does not feel it. He has done that his job. So, maybe so he's basic. not making any no, no rash decisions on there being title matches and whatnot. <laughs> he
0: just going to go back and ten to his talent. Um, why can't I think all of a sudden? Oh, um, yeah, and then uh, Bobby Fish brings up that, you know, Davey Richards is notoriously known from a broken home, I guess. So, uh, but, you know, Bobby Fish and Kyle Wright, they're special athletes. You know, and Davey Richards is just not that athlete, so. Um. Yeah, and like I said, once again, the, the Rip Ring kind of really kind of came into play here. But uh, goddamn, Will, you know I hate him, but those fucking headbutts, Jesus fucking Christ! Oh, when uh Davey was on the rope and Kylo was on the apron, just oh, that doesn't bother him.
1: Not as much. It's not. It's not like the Shibata headbutts. That 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 got like whoa. Okay, but no head headbutts are a weird thing. Like I, eh, nobody wins with a headbutt.
0: Yeah. Um, and I did like this. Um, Kyle O'Reilly did hit this really sweet rolling DDT into a brainbuster, and then uh he gets you know he gets uh Kyle or uh Davey Richards in the guillotine. Uh, but once again, Davey Richard grabs the ankle out of the guillotine. So I always do love that. So, and uh. Oh, yeah, Davy Richards hits a tombstone pile driver on Kyle O'Reilly. I thought that was kind of out of left field. You got you to switch up the game plan, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Kyle O'Reilly uh, kicks out. Uh, Davy Richards goes up top for the double the double stomp. Once again, Kyle O'Reilly kicks out. He gets a sick kick. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly um, is getting counted out, but he grabs Turner's arm, start, Turner's arm to stop the count. I mean, just makes sense, well. Right, but uh, he gets another sick kick, knocks him out, and uh, Davy Richards for the win. You know um, that review really didn't do this match justice. Um, if you can no, watch, no, it's them, really uh, good. There, there, there's a lot of
1: chain wrestling. A lot of like they're reversing surfboards back and forth. There, it's kind of like how we talked up to Darius Thomas, Bobby Fish. It's like it's it's great examples of two people who have a very similar style.
0: Just both excelling at what they do. Yeah. Um, And I mean, kudos to Ring of Honor for putting this on a quote-unquote show, too. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely a pay-per-view quality match, but, Will, our main event. Defy or deny. Two. So, if I'm understanding this correctly... So obviously the person, it's an elimination match. It's elimination. If Steen eliminates any
1: of the people, they are denied future title shots. So if he, if
0: he eliminates any of them, huh?
1: Any of them. Oh, okay. Whereas if you're the last man standing, you get your next huh. in line behind Jay Lethal. Okay. Which is why it came when it came down to the final two. It's like, okay, well, this has now a very serious, like, you know, there's a lot of stakes at, there now because it came down to Steam and somebody else uh, Eddie Edwards. Eddie Edwards. So, spoiling the ending a little bit, but Eddie Edwards can no longer challenge for the heavyweight Kevin. title
0: as long as Kevin Steen holds the belt. So yeah, that Steen's just marking out, you know, checking off his rivals one by one. But uh, you know, like we talked about earlier, Kevin Steen has documented, you know, this is a fact that he really enjoys Turner Hall. It's one of his favorite venues. Uh but the match starts off Roddy grabs the mic and spits hot fire at everybody.
1: This um, this was, this definitely felt like Roddy's match.
0: Yeah. Um but his ending, and we'll talk, we'll only get to that point. But uh, he does call Kevin Steen fat. Uh, but Steen gets up, starts uh sit-ups, which I thought was hilarious, and he flips right of the bird. Um, but Roddy's the only person that's done a defy or deny match before, and I believe they said he won it. Um, and uh, great action, obviously. We get a Michael Elgin 60-second suplex. And uh, <laughs> the crowd definitely got kind of tired. I they really couldn't get past twenty. Uh, they they kind of struggled there. So I think the booze and lack of education in Milwaukee public huh. schools had something to do with that. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, and we do find out like we talked about earlier, we do get Elgin and Strong uh, at the anniversary show to uh three falls. Uh, Truth is banned from ringside, so um. But, man, yeah, so Kevin Steen actually gets thrown off the apron onto that fucking ramp, and, God damn, that sounded like it hurt. Oh, yeah. Excuse me, Steen was laid out. Um, But that's a good strategy. I mean, you can't get pinned if you're on the outside of the ring. That's right.
1: And they, um, I mean, there's a lot of talk about strategy, right? They talked about how you aren't seeing people pair off like you usually see in, like, the multi-man matches where there's usually, like, some kind of, like, an alliance made short-term. Um, um, and you also, like they said, you know, Steam maybe it would be more to his benefit to be more involved in the match because the more people he pins, the fewer future challengers he's got.
0: Yeah. Well, Roddy and Edwards did team up on Elgin for a little while, which is a smart move here. Um, but I was watching those two, and I guess Roddy and Edwards teamed up in Noah. That would be fucking fun to watch. The hell of a team, because um, some of those fucking shots that Roddy took, well, fuckers got a chin of goddamn granite. Um, and those you know those shots weren't held back, so. Michael Elgin's really strong. I don't know if you're aware of that fact or not. Well, he is very strong. He kicked out the F sync He did, and a package pile driver. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but uh, in the end, Steen gets the backbreaker on, or uh, Strong gets the backbreaker on, and uh, that was the final straw. So,
1: yeah, Elgin is the first man out after God, what twenty minutes almost. Yeah, something like that, because it, it's after that, everything kind of, like, domino Next effect, second. like, boom, 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 boom.
0: I mean, I know we've talked about this, you know, Michael on the show before, but where does he not have to be a nice person? He's... Oh, yeah,
1: there's, there's more stuff recently, so he's...
0: He is so athletically gifted. But you know, it is what it is. You know, I won't dwell on that, but uh it's um, too bad. Because I mean the crowd was like all and, there for it. Yeah. They were they're all in on no again. Um yeah, and then at this point, Roddy and Edwards kind of pair off, beating the piss out of each other. Um you know, but Kevin Steen even does a fucking swanton bomb. Yeah. Um but uh Eddie Edwards does this like crawl through rolling ankle lock thing, uh like out of nowhere, which is fucking awesome. Um you know, and Roddy won't tap, but then all um Steen comes in and does that, that, that spinning tornado kick thing. Um did he legit knock him out? I couldn't tell if that was a work or not because he was fucking out, or he was acting Roddy was out.
1: So I really I had this up on my phone while I was doing something else, and I m- I missed the steam park because I saw Edwards with a hold, and he's doing like the stomp on the head, right, like he did yeah. to O'Reilly in that match. And they said, like I would say, Sinclair's checking on him, like he's out. And they're like, not well. Now he's definitely out. So, Roger yes. Strong eliminated by knockout.
0: Yeah, I mean CSD came in and just did that did a flip and kicked him in the head. It was oof. Um yeah, then we're down to, to Eddie Edwards and uh Kevin Steen.
1: And Steen's trying to wrap this up quick.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, he uh he kicks Edwards in the nuts when uh, Sinclair's not looking. He hits package pile driver, but goddamn fucking Eddie Edwards kicks out of it. So two people kicked out of a package pile driver in this match, Will. I think the amount of people I've kicked out of that has doubled in this match. Uh, but he does get the package file driver on the apron, uh, rolls Edwards into the ring and gets the win. And uh looks like Eddie Edwards will not get another title shot as long as Kevin Steen's champion. And that's unless, of course, obviously Kevin Steen changes his mind.
1: Yeah, well, I mean. Probably not for this one, right? Because it's the whole stipulation of the match. It's yeah. not just Kevin Steen saying, you know what, this guy pissed me off. I don't want to have a match with him.
0: So, I mean, he's champ, maybe maybe you know something. So um but yeah, and then uh at the end of the match, Kevin Steen is pelted with beers, which I mean, why would you waste a perfectly expensive beer at that point? Uh he's Yeah, he definitely gets in the the face of somebody. Um, I'm not just throwing shade, but I really think this is more of a Chicago crowd, uh, to be honest, because I barely recognize I mean, I know it was 10 years ago, um, but I didn't really recognize anybody. But, uh, Will, uh, you really enjoyed the show, huh? It was a good show. I
1: didn't fall asleep during any of these matches. And, like I said, I think... Because, I mean, they're still their, their house-showy moments. My favorite, I think my favorite match was probably Kevin Steen to Thomas. Just because it's, you get that Kevin, like, Steen was having, obviously having fun. The crowd was having fun with it.
0: I mean, Darius is a hometown boy being from Michigan and no? all.
1: Yeah. The yeah. other team. Ch- They're chanting Chin Lock and stuff like that. So it's good. It's fun. Briscoes and the Wolves was a lot of fun. It was just fun, and you know, technical issues aside, whatever. I just think because a lot of the live events last year kind of felt like duds, Mm -hmm. and just kind of felt like, oh, we've already seen this on TV, or oh, here's Jim Cornette's OVW guys that nobody knows.
0: Yeah, a little um, top-heavy at points, too. Like, you get the Briscoes and Kevin Steen, and, and then, like, everybody else. Yes. You know, or a match, you know. I mean, the Briscoes versus wrestling experience tag team for the 48th time this week. So, yeah, this this is a lot of fun. 2013 is, is starting off hot fire. So.
1: We're we on to, we have, what, one more episode of TV, then it's on to fighting February. Or no, this would have been the last episode of TV for January. No, is, yeah,
0: Yeah. so yeah, our next episode is, is February second. So
1: fighting February, and let's
0: next, go. And next week, high fivers. Um, sorry, will didn't mean to have my back turned. Out. I was just playing with the cat. Sorry, it's it's all right. I'm not on camera, so. Oh yeah, I know, but still, I mean, you can see me. So, um, but next week, high fivers, we do well. We will have a special bonus episode. Uh, listed our uh pretty much our third uh member of the, the triumphant Brandon. And uh, Big Dick uh, Brett from the Brain Buster Boys will be on with us. Uh, we'll be dropping that probably on Wednesday. But we are going to be doing a watch-along. Uh, this is not very original considering the clip on YouTube is also a watch-along of uh, Samoa Joe versus Kobayashi. Uh, this is Brendan's favorite match of all time. Uh, Brett and I have actually reviewed this show already on his show. Uh, so we'll b- bring that up. But Will's never seen this. Never seen it. I'm gonna be watching uh, it for the first time. Virgin Eyes. Yeah, and uh this is definitely a match that I could watch over and over. Uh so it's gonna be a lot of fun. And then uh the aforementioned Mr. Eric Freed will be on uh doing our special guest. What we're gonna do is we're actually gonna bring guests, you know. We always talk about, you know, this is your first episode of Ring of Honor TV. Would you fall? Uh would that have hooked you in? And uh we're actually gonna get someone on. Uh maybe not necessarily his first episode, but his first, you know. With fresher eyes than uh, than we are, so we're excited to have that. So, uh, but speaking speaking of that, Will, um, we didn't really address it. So, the TV episode this week. If you uh, you stumble upon this, uh, if you somehow caught the the CW eighteen all the way in New Hampshire, you know, would TV have caught in your uh, caught in your piqued your interest? The
1: Adam Cole, B.J. Whitmer. So if if we're talking about watching this as somebody who isn't watching, because I feel like a lot of my enjoyment for this episode comes from knowing what I already know. So if if we take out the fact that, you know, we take out the pop for cheeseburger, Mm. we take out the, ooh, it's Silas Young and Adam Page. like this is exciting. Like, I mean, really what you're left with, is like you have a promo where you're you're supposed to have your top of the world champion who really doesn't do a whole lot. You have like, you know, you got Matt Hardy. So there's some like recognition there. It's like, ooh, Matt Hardy. Like I probably would have been excited for a Matt Hardy. I've been like, wow, that's cool. They got Matt Hardy. I mean, main event was a banger. Adam, Adam Cole, BJ Whitmer was a hell of a match. But yeah. I don't I maybe would have really wanted to watch it again, but I don't know if it would have been like
0: I feel like I need to catch up like you know the next time. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Like I, said, I mean, I, I never really thought of this. So I mean, we this is really good because we know what's gonna happen in the future um and where this kind of leads to. So I never really thought of it that way.
1: Huh. Right. We're saying cheeseburger. Where somebody watching for a song probably be like cheeseburger. Your exactly. name should be cheeseburger. Like.
0: Yeah, cheeseburger motherfucker. So world famous CB. Just
1: kidding, he's cheeseburger, yeah.
0: Yeah. So Well, sweet. Uh Will, before you train us, uh pull us training the station, is there uh anything you want to put over at this time? No, Tom,
1: I'm gonna put I'm gonna put over you. You wanna put over Milwaukee Tom, hey. Milwaukee Tom, the, the mock spot happy belated one-year anniversary of sharing a hotel room in New York together.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: it's hard to imagine it was a fucking year ago, huh? One year ago. One year ago on uh, on Monday, right? Yeah.
0: Was it Monday? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like we talked about, I mean, the Briscoes brought us together in real life.
1: Yep. Tom hit me up and said, hey, Random person, what 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 would it what would it take for you to to commit to going to GCW's the world? And I said, Tom, if you really want me to go that badly, I will buy a ticket. So you yep. bought the tickets. I sent you money.
0: That's his history.
1: And that was a fun time. Like I said, I'm glad. I'm glad neither of us were the serial killer, Tom.
0: Yeah, that would have been a short lived podcast then at that point. So Yeah, that was a lot of fun. You know, we got to we got to meet David Henry Bowder the third. Also a future guest, hopefully on here. Um we didn't run into Brundon because all these assholes wanted to watch fucking football. Uh
1: we were all too busy
0: at the bar watching Tom
1: Brady get fucking bounced out of the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I could, I could really give two shits about that.
1: I, but... you know, in hindsight,
0: yes, it was not the right
1: choice. We, we should have, even if the whole group didn't go, we should. I mean, if if we went separately, we wouldn't have got the picture. Because people, yeah. some people left early and whatever. And I'm very, I'm not a big picture person. I don't like having my picture taken. But I'm very happy that we have that picture.
0: Yeah, turned out really good. So I didn't mean to bulgrat the picture too now. And, I think about it.
1: And, uh, shouts out to Matt,
0: our friend from the
1: from oh, the UK, who's from yeah. England, right? Yeah, I took the picture. And uh he was at the bar that we went to after. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so I mean, wrestling world is very uh very small. Yeah, and then we went to dinner and we had dinner with fucking Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green, so that was cool. That was very cool. Me, you, Bull Club Rob. Yeah, yeah, Bull Club Rob, future guest of Showcase with High Five Tom. By the way, so keep an eye out on your Visioners Goldwing Media uh, feed, as we will be reviewing the 1992 classic, Hard Boiled, one of my favorite movies. Very excited about that. Um, I will actually be taking about that notes on here after hang up. So totally to do the Ring of Honor, but I don't give a fuck. It's our show. We do whatever the fuck we want, right? Will. You betcha. <laughs> So all right, Will my friend, as always, I appreciate you. Um I will see you uh well well This is not a pun people. I'm not making a statement, but I will see you next Tuesday, Will. Wow. Yeah, there it is. Hope I mean hopefully
1: you'll actually be able to see me. We'll we'll see if this this camera condition clears up. If not, uh it'll be nice to see all the rest of you. And you guys just have to listen to me.
0: Yeah. Oh, and I didn't even put over the fact that I met uh, Takeshta didn't take a chop, and I also saw Vikingo uh jump thirty feet off of some fucking thing. under some people, so uh, Vikingo, is as good as advertised. Just in case you were wondering, and I got uh, Christopher Daniels to sign something for us. So, but I did not take a chop from uh, because uh, Josh, you didn't say anything five minutes earlier, you fucker. But uh. It is what it is. So, all right. Well, I will. I'm just gonna say. I'll see you next week. See you next week. All right, dude. Later. High fibers. Oh my god. Oh, we are recording. Whew. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm. I was gonna. Why won't this? Why can't I just stop recording? Anything I had to do up here.